In this episode, I talked to Shay Robottom, who brings together three things that you would never think would actually belong in the same place. Video, yes. A personal brand with a lot of vulnerability, yes. But she took both of those and she put it on the online resume platform. She put it on LinkedIn. What we thought was a business platform, she brought life and vulnerability into it. And because of that, she has built the most popular brand on LinkedIn. She is the media celebrity on that platform, most popular for what she's done there, or having over 600,000 connections on a platform that doesn't even is unable to do that, having over 50 million organic views on her videos. And she shows you literally how she built her brand, how she gener generates leads, and what you can do to do the same. The, the formula, the tips, the strategies, and actually going to what personal vulnerability is all about. And uh, this episode with Shay Robottom starts right now. One thing is for certain, just because it's tried and true doesn't mean it's working right now. So the big question is this, where can you learn what is working right now? The strategies, the tactics, the psychology, and the exact how-to, how to grow your business, how to blow up your personal brand and supercharge your personal growth. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Sharon Srivatsa, and welcome to Business School. So Shay, we were talking offline about this this cool number, which is uh, fifty million views. Yes, is, I mean if you if you take a second and think about that, right? Like the largest um, sports stadium, I think in the U.S. holds one hundred and ten thousand people in like Alabama or something, or maybe right. it's Madison. I mean, Madison's got. I mean, you know, you're you're Madison girl, but um, but when you think fifty million views, like that's insane. Uh, I'd love for you to kind yeah. of talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know. Um... Before I got on LinkedIn and started posting my own content three years ago, and yes, now I'm approaching 50 million views lifetime, I had a, a video licensing company on Facebook. And so it was my job to curate potentially viral clips and stories and resell and redistribute them to large pages on Facebook. And those pages already had millions of followers, you know, that they were any, ranging anywhere from like 1 million to like 40 million likes on these pages. And that was actually how I learned how to create videos for social media, right? Because I was just studying everyone else's content and what goes viral and how to edit it, how to optimize it, what works, what doesn't. And in that business, um, I was actually at my peak uh, getting over 1 billion views a month for all of my clients on Facebook. Yeah. So you say, you know, you say now, oh, 50 million, that's huge. But I'm like, man, I was doing a billion a month for all my clients in the past. So I've, I've definitely seen these big numbers before. And uh, it's totally possible on social media. You know, there's so many people whose attention are on these platforms now. I always say they're the new television channels. So I'm just really grateful that I had that experience and was able to apply it to my own brand because now I'm totally self-empowered when it comes to getting business. You know, all of my leads come inbound. Everything comes right. to me and uh, it's just been such a blessing. So I'm, I'm super proud of myself and super excited to see like where the next three years takes me. Yeah. But you know, the interesting part is also, it's not like it was, it's 50 million views on like you TikTok. said on it. 
yeah, uh, on yeah, or an existing platform or something went live for four days, right? This is accumulated, built, grown, and on 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 LinkedIn, which is not a a view. Ba- I mean, maybe it is. It's not a view based platform, generally speaking, for the average person, right? Right, exactly. Um, yeah, I think for people that are actively on LinkedIn using it for their business, it's it's hard not to know who I am. Right. It's hard not to see me. I. Um, I do believe I would have to have this verified, but this is my estimation is I am actually the, I hold the record for the most, um, viral videos ever from an original creator on LinkedIn, meaning from me, the talking head, not like, uh, there's definitely pages out there that repost clips similar to the model I did on Facebook and they might have a, a achieved more views, but, um, not original, not original content yeah. like I create. So yeah, I, I think it's a way better audience here. You know, everyone on LinkedIn is in the mindset to do business. They have money. I always joke. It's the, it's the networking event of social media. If you go to Facebook or Instagram, that's like a backyard barbecue. When you go to a backyard barbecue, you're not like in the mindset to do business. Like you might want to just like crack open a beer, catch up with friends, whatever. But when you go to a networking event, oh man, you've got your name tag, you've got your business cards, like you're like suited up, you're ready to go. Like, let's do this business. So um, it's just a way um, more optimized platform for pitching. And especially for anyone who's in the B2B space and has a higher ticket offer. Yeah. Well, uh, if for those that have not seen yours and their uh, your videos, and they sh- they should go check them out. Like the few, uh, I was watching them, just kind of getting ready to catch up with you today, and the variety and the diversity of them are, I mean, amazing. You're you're also yeah. like, uh, which is one thing I want to touch on. You're also just you're very gifted. You're very talented. You're a musician. You're an artist. You're an actor. Like you you have you have that I I, I want you have that natural gift and unfair advantage, if you will, which which. A lot of people do and maybe don't do, but even with that, like you don't stick to one persona. You, you do, you've done, you've done videos with other people in it. You've done videos. I like my, one of my favorite ones was that you did, which uh, when you hired like the, the millennial, right? Like that was, Oh yes. Yes. I mean, and it was so, it was so tongue in cheek, but it was amazing. Right. Cause I was like, is she for serious real? But it was hilarious. Cause you wanted to keep watching and, and, and I'm assuming that that's what it was. So, so let me ask yeah. you the first question. So there's folks that are listening saying, well, I'm not Shay. I, I, I don't, I don't have the, the, the training she does. I don't have the natural gift she does. I don't have the voice she does. I don't have the creativity she does, but I, I understand conceptually the power of video. How do, how does somebody get over that mindset? How do, how do they do that? Yes. That's a, that's a great question, Sharon. You know, um, I did have a background in music. Before I became a digital marketer, I was a rapper. <laughs> Actually, I yeah, I was I was a rapper, I was a singer, I was a songwriter, you know, I was I was really just like a starving artist. I um, was used to being on stages, was used to being on camera. So I I actually you're right, I had an advantage in that I did not have that fear. What I was lacking and what the viral video business on Facebook granted me um, was the marketing component. You know, I didn't actually understand how to market my gifts and my abilities. So, you know, I, I quit music, took a few years off to learn uh, digital marketing and, and video and how to actually create videos that people want to see that provide value on social. And then, voila, I combined the two. But something that I want people to understand is, you know, when I started posting on LinkedIn, um, I was not confident. I, I really was lost. You know, I, I tell this story about this prayer that I actually wrote in my diary a week before I met who would become uh, 
the man who, who sold me on LinkedIn and the man who coached me on LinkedIn and, and told me to get on there. I wrote a, a prayer in my diary about, um, finding myself because I was, I was really depressed. You know, I had a successful business, but I was not getting along with my partners. I felt codependent on my, on my partners. I felt like I couldn't do it on my own. I was lacking confidence and we were looking for leads. Okay. <laughs> so all this is going on, right? I, I didn't have confidence. I did not have fulfillment. And I was starting to get honest with myself about that. And, um, I was also looking for leads for the, the marketing company. So I went home and I wrote a prayer in my diary and it said, Dear God, please send me a sign that things will get better for me. Please send me a sign that my life will have purpose and won't be in vain. Please help me feel alive again. I wrote it, closed it. And actually, we were just talking about manifestation right yeah. before this call, weren't we? As soon as we hit record, yeah. So one week after I wrote that in my diary, I met Q, Quinn Michael alums, who's a friend of mine from Milwaukee. And, and he was on LinkedIn and he found out about me. He found out about my business and he was like, oh, you got to get on LinkedIn. And I was like, what are you talking about LinkedIn? I'm like, that's like a resume platform. You know, I grew up, my dad's a recruiter. I'm like, I know LinkedIn. That's not for me. You know, all this. He's like, no, 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 no. Listen, video's new here. Like video didn't even used to be an option on LinkedIn. And you know, you understand video, Shay. Like you, you, you create videos for everyone else on Facebook. You would crush it here, you know, just apply what you've learned um, to your to your own brand. And that's what I started doing. And uh, right away I saw results. I was like, wow, he's right. There's like no competition here. And the few people that were doing videos didn't have my skill set and how to actually optimize them for social media and for the newsfeed. So I started out, I, I had a goal of just putting out three, three original selfie videos per week. Um, nothing crazy, nothing like I didn't, wasn't doing crazy edits back then. I just, I, I did the bare minimum. I subtitled them. That was it. And, uh, I posted every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I started to get reach. I started to get leads, but I also just started to get fulfilled. It was like finally answering my prayer of like, Oh wait, maybe this is what I should be doing. Um, and it really, really boosted my confidence within two months of posting those three original selfie videos per week on my LinkedIn. I had actually generated over six figures in revenue for that Facebook marketing agency at the time. And that was in two months. In two months, I had done this. So I woke up. I was like, wait a minute. This is giving me uh, uh, an idea for an entirely new business. And I finally found the confidence to leave that company that I was in. I sold my shares. I said, sayonara, you know, I'm going to go to LinkedIn. I'm going to do this myself. And, um, it really just became my family. It really, really, um, transformed my life. You know, now I make more money doing it all myself than I ever did when I had partners. And, um, what people don't always realize when they say, Oh, video content. Like, yeah, I want to get more leads. I know it's important for social. I, I want the ROI is, um, yes, you will get more business, especially with the formulas that I teach in my program. I've transformed many people's lead lead flow on LinkedIn through this video program. However, what people are missing and what I actually think a lot of people deep down want is confidence. Yeah. People, people are scared to be who they really are. You know, they, the reason that they haven't gotten on camera is not because uh, they have a content creation problem. It's because they have a shame problem. 
you know, they're, they're ashamed. They're afraid of being embarrassed. They're afraid of being hated. They're afraid of putting themselves out there. They're afraid of, oh, well, what if I say this now? And I, I don't agree with it a year from now anymore. Who cares? You know, you're human. This is what the program teaches. You know, it, it gives people that confidence to start being who they really are and speaking their truth on camera. And it doesn't just result in more views, more followers, and more leads. It translates to more confidence in life yeah. in general. I mean, I have seen my clients go on a complete spiritual transformation after this program. It's really beautiful. I had a client, uh, one of my client's wife's uh, thanked me recently, like, oh my gosh, and my husband, he's so much more confident now. He's like speaking his truth and he's like assertive. And, then, and I'm like, yeah, because when you get on camera and like, you know, it's like riding a bike the, the first time you might mess up a little, you might trip over your words. You might not like the way you sound. That's fine. But if you stay consistent and go through the principles that I actually teach, you will become more confident. You will start to close more deals on the sales calls. You will start to convert more at networking events. It's just part of the game when you get on camera and start making videos. So I'm so grateful that I wrote that prayer that day. You know, I found LinkedIn and I found my calling and I found something to give me purpose. And it's just absolutely transformed my business and my life. Yeah, that's, it's an awesome story. And so the question, the question I have based on that is, how you said something that is easy to gloss over and you said, Hey, I was working, you're working on behalf, you're on behalf of this marketing agency, make marketing company. You went ahead and you started posting these selfie style videos multiple, you know, three times a week. And that resulted in leads and sales over a hundred thousand in a, in in a two short months. amount of time, yeah. two months for the company. For my old company, yeah. Right. So, so uh, that's an interesting. A lot of people think that hey, they they struggle with the, or at least I've heard this. They struggle with marrying uh, the Sharon or the Shape personal brand with the company that they work with, and they feel like this interesting dichotomy. And how do you how do you reconcile that? How do you talk to people about that? Yeah, um, that's a great question. You know, I, I will say uh, it can work and it does oftentimes in my case. Um, it, it was part of why I left, you know, it was part of what I left. The people that I was working with um, were taking it for granted. They were not valuing me, you know, they, and, then they, and then there became the whole element of like, oh, well, we want to kind of try to control this now. And I was like, no, 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 I'm, I'm a wild beast. I'm doing this myself now, you know. <laughs> but it's a really good question because I think what you're touching on and what a lot of businesses um, express concern over when they come to me is, hey, you know, um, I don't want to be too personal. I don't want to make this about me. This is about the business. This is about the brand. That's fine. And, you know, I can grow a company page on LinkedIn as well. Like, that's also valuable. But at the end of the day, people do business with people. That's right. I, I promise you, I would not have gotten all of this business that I've gotten over the years had I just... Uh, posted on my company page, um, marketing tips. Now I would have gotten some, you know, it's still valuable and it is part of the program, but it's really my story that people connect to. It's really me, the business owner that uh, touches on people's heartstrings and makes them realize, wait a minute, I, you know, I too had a rough childhood. Wait a minute. I also come from a, a tough past and an addictive background or a dysfunctional family. You know, um, everyone has a different level of comfortability with sharing these sorts of things. But when you, uh, push yourself a little bit just to open up, just to share a little bit, just put something vulnerable about yourself out there. People flock to you. 
people really do. They flock to you. A lot of people think, oh, I'm going to turn off business. It's the opposite. More people want to do business with you because you're giving them an opportunity to feel human. And that's so often lost on social media. All of these, you know, a lot of these like business influencer types, they just want to uh, show you the highlight reel. They just want to show you how glamorous their life is. Oh, look at my new car. Look at my jets. Look at my, it's like, that's awesome. And you should celebrate that as well. I'm, I'm certainly not against sharing the, the humble brags, if you will. Um, but what, what you're really doing by never exposing the flaws and the human side of things is you're communicating to people, Hey, I'm not relatable to you. Yeah. Hey, you can't, you can't have what I have. Cause look at me, I'm up here. I'm perfect. And people look at that and they're like, okay, well, yeah, he sells a program, but like, I don't, I don't really think I'm his client. Cause like, he's perfect and I'm not. So I get on LinkedIn and I'm like, Hey, I got fired last week and this is what happened. And I'm just like exposing the shame and people are like, now her, I relate to, I I've been fired. I know what this feels like. And I, I can totally jive with this woman. Okay. You know what? I'm going to hire her because I, as a human being feel more safe with her. I feel more connected to her. So the people who get in the door, they don't always get in the door because I've convinced them how amazing my marketing is. They get in the door because I've connected with them on a human level. Marketers are a dime a dozen. There's plenty of LinkedIn trainers. There's plenty of video trainers. Why me? Why do they connect with me? Because I'm willing to share my story. I'm willing to share the losing side of business, the flaws, the downside, the hardships. And that's really what people need to hear. That's what people are starving for on social media. There's so much perfectionism going on, so much virtue signaling going on. I just come out and I speak the truth. And, um, you know, I think I'm really a, a beacon of light for a lot of people who feel like they can't do that, who are suffocating in this fakeness, in this corporate, you know, I got to be perfect in this and that. And I tell people, you know, if you can get over that fear, if you, can, if you can publish and hit post on things that are actually real, that are actually you, that you actually believe in, the only business you're going to turn off are people who you don't want to deal with anyways. Yeah. You're going to attract people who align with the real you, people who want to do business with you, people who when you get on coaching calls with and you get on you know, client, client calls with them, you don't have to hide your true self. Because they already know everything about you. You've exposed it. And that's the beautiful thing. I love my clients. They love me. I don't have to get on, you know, button up, suit and tie. Okay, I'm at work. I got to be professional. It's like, no, they know exactly who I am. And, and I, I, it's just a joy to work with them. So um, that would be my advice to anyone listening who's thinking like, whoosh, well, I don't want to be too personal. I don't want to turn off business. People do business with people. They're not going to do business with you if you're only posting on your business page and there's no face, there's no human associated with the brand. Yeah, I think I think I think you nailed it. And mechanically speaking, though, right? Yeah, while it seems for a lot of people that it's hard to do, I think you do this really, really well. Which is not only is it the vulnerability and the stories and the diversity of the stuff that you share, even small things like. You're just in, hey, I just woke up. I'm just at the gym. I just drove. I, I'm pre-ed up to dinner. I'm dancing, yeah, right? So right. they see, they don't see Shay, like you said, in the in the business attire all the time. They see Shay across. What's business attire? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> I don't have yeah. business attire, yeah. yeah. And, and, right. I think, and, I, and I think a lot of people, you know, I, I'm like, oh, uh, I, I didn't do my hair today. Like, the, so I'm not going to post today. Like, and, and it becomes this, how I look constantly, like getting over that. Which is, which is so amazing. And it's in small things like that that you've shared, which is, hey, just you, I, I, not that you've practically told people show up how you are. I think you have showed up how you are. And that right. hopefully allows people, I think it almost, when you do that as 
you know, like you said, as a beacon of light, as someone that is, you know, has a big audience, I think it gives, I think it's your responsibility in a lot of ways. It gives people permission that they can do that too. And and, and I think if you don't do that, uh, you know, as we are talking, I don't think people don't feel like they have permission to do that either, which is fascinating, right? right? Yeah. And that's why a lot of people come to me, you know, I give them permission. They're like, I want what she has. I want the level of confidence she has um, to be who she really is, you know, to not hide. And like, look, we all have a limit. Even, even Shay, I'm a very open person. I don't share everything on social media. You know, I, there are certain elements of my life I prefer to keep private. Um, but I do enough to expose who I actually am. I don't try to be someone I'm not online. And a lot of people, when they meet me in person, they're like, Oh my gosh, you're just like your videos. That I'm like, good. yeah, like, well, duh. But I want to break down what you're, what you're sharing here. Cause you actually touched on two important points. The first one is, um, this element of content creation, which I also teach in my program, which is documenting versus actually creating. So this is for the busy professional, right? Someone who's super like, I don't have time. You know, video content is time consuming. I can't do it. Look, this is exactly the objection that I have to break through for people because I understand that for the longest time in history, video production, it it, it had this association with time consuming. You know, we got to have, we got to hire a crew. It's going to be expensive. It's going to be a full day of shooting. We're going to wait weeks for the footage and all that. You know, it's like, that's not the case anymore. You know, we're all videographers. We all have um, a, a camera in our pocket. So in that sense, um, you can do videos at a rapid speed and you can stay very consistent with them, which is what's important for social media. So for the busy professional who really says, I don't have time to create, I don't have time to sit down and script in the way that you teach Shay. Cause I also, what I do is I teach people how to write, um, sales scripts, right? You know, there, there is a business component to it, how to actually write scripts about your product and your offer, um, uh, communicate effectively to your target audience to, to grow your following with um, relevant people. But I also teach about documenting. So instead of sitting down, writing a script, sitting in front of your, your cell phone on a tripod and filming it or whatever, um, you can actually just document your life, you know, whip out your cell phone and film it. Maybe you work um, in um, insurance adjusting, or maybe you're in construction and you're constantly like on job sites. Great. Whip out your phone and and film what's going on at the job site, film the damage. Just say, Hey, look, I'm here. This is the damage this hurricane did to this house. We're going to do a follow-up video in a few weeks of the repair. And you're going to see the before and after that's, that's that you're already there. You know, that's no extra time out of your day. And people love to see those, um, live action, authentic videos. It's the same thing with, um, something that maybe triggers you at work. Maybe you got into an argument, maybe something happened and, and, and you're feeling a little charged. Good. Whip out your phone and shoot a video about it. Go on a rant into your cell phone. Guess what? It doesn't mean you have to post it. Yeah. Just film it. You know, just get in the habit of starting to document it. You can decide next week if you sound like a crazy person and you don't want to release that video, you know, but I, but I promise you, if you just start building that muscle of documenting your life, you will have some videos you're dying to release. And if you're super shy and you're like, dude, I do not do public speaking. I've never gotten in front of camera. Do what I call a 30 day video challenge every day for 30 days, do a 90 second video vlog on your cell phone, just 90 seconds every day. Uh, sum up your day, share the the key lesson that you went through that day, any tip around your industry that would make your target market's lives easier, anything like that, do it every day for 30 days with the intention, knowing I'm not going to release any of these. 
These are just for me. These are just for me. I'm not going to release any of these. When I have clients do that, by the end of the 30 days, how many of them do you think are dying to post at least one or two of those? 100% of them. All of them, all of them, exactly. So that's what it is. Take the pressure off yourself. A lot of people, once they take that pressure off, um, they're actually um, able to be a lot more relaxed in, de- in delivering their message. So that's documenting versus, versus creating content, which we also break down in my program. So thank you for bringing that up. That's important. And the other um, point that I want to touch on is just, you know, you mentioned um, uh, something about, you know, people are, are taught to, be this um, dress professional, the oh, professional Shay, I'm in my suit and tie, I'm in this and that. You know, we're really evolving now in society to realize this has been bullshit. <laughs> I swear. I hope it's okay. If I swear. Go for <laughs> it. Yeah, absolutely. This this is bullshit. You know, like we're we're not we're human beings. We're not meant to like go to work and be one person and go home and be the other. Now, I'm not saying that there's going to be complete fluidity between the two. You know, I'm not saying that um, everything that you do in your personal life is it, you know it should also be in your business. Um, but there there should be some connection there. You know, you should feel comfortable enough to go to work and feel like, yeah, this is just, I'm not going to work. This is just an extension of who I already, already am. This is my life. And, you know, I don't even own one pair of like professional clothes. I think, I think actually I have one blazer upstairs in my uh, awesome. closet that I wore for Elena Cardone's 10 X. I did speak on stage. I wanted to look a little, uh, you know, so, you know, I have a few outfits here and there, but it's like, I'm just me. And what, and what we're realizing as a human race is like that we haven't been living right, that this whole, you know, culture of fakeness, of disconnection from our true selves, just so that we can, what, make money, which is like, you know, what makes the world go around. It's like, well, wait a minute, what's the deeper purpose here? Why do we all want to make money? Why does the economy need to be good? You know, what, what's the point? You know, there's an old Native American proverb that says, only when the last river has dried out and, and or the... No, only when the last tree has been cut down and the last river has been poisoned will human beings finally wake up to realize that they cannot eat money. That's crazy. Oh my right. God. But that's what we're realizing. So when you think about us as primal beings, when, when we were Native Americans, you know, when we were all living in the wild, um, collaborating, living off the land, et cetera, et cetera. Did the, did the, did the primal people wake up in the morning and like, before they went to go hunt, like put on a uniform and like the, the I'm going to, it's like, no, we just, it just was fluid. It was part of our day-to-day life. So that's actually what we're returning to. We're realizing that we've created way too much separation from our authentic selves. People are wanting to return to that. You know, COVID has woke a lot of people up. Yeah. A lot of people quit their jobs, started their own business, started finally doing uh, work that aligns with them, something that's exciting to them, something that calls them. And what I've noticed, because COVID's actually been really good for my business because a lot more people went digital. But what I notice is, holy crap, there's a lot more people out there that really want to make videos that really do deep down feel like they have something to share that feel like people would listen to me. What I have in my message and in my product and my service is valuable. And I'm, and I'm done being afraid. I'm done letting this shame control me. I'm done letting the people around me telling me who I need to be, how I need to act, what's professional, what's not. I'm done. You know, I want to take it in my own hands. I want to empower myself. 
And that's what these videos do for people. And it's just been the most incredible journey for my own personal growth. And it's just a, a pleasure that I get to watch other people come alive um, through this tool that we all have access to. You know, we're all creators. We're all individuals. And the more that you can get up and share your story, the more you can inspire other people to start doing the same so that we can return to authenticity so that we can begin to, again, live a more authentic life and model that happiness for our children and for the generations to come after us. Yeah, it's so good. I think that the, when, when you were sharing that, like I was, you know, kind of getting goosebumps, right? The, oh, wow. Yeah. It's awesome because I, it, it rang through to one of the themes that I'm thinking a lot about right now, personally, uh, working with my coach on is this, this 100% responsibility. And, and if you look at um, the, 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 a lot of times as, as business owners, entrepreneurs, whenever you look at a part of your life that is not exactly where you want it to be, whatever the part of your life is, we, we naturally, especially if we're entrepreneurs, we naturally go to problem solving mode. Hey, what strategy can I put in place to get that result? Who can I hire to get me that result? Instead, my coach has always been like, Hey, the reason you don't, you know, that you're not sleeping well is just because you haven't taken 100% responsibility to ensuring that you sleep well. Like once you make that switch saying, I'm taking 100% responsibility for my money or 100% responsible for how I show up, you all the solutions become just very mechanical and easy to do. So yes. I yeah. don't know if you've heard of uh, one of my mentors, Dean Jackson. I don't know if you know Dean, just a, he's a total stud. Uh, do, do, do you know Dean? Uh, I don't think so. Name rings a bell, but maybe not. D Dina, he hosts the High Love Marketing Podcast. He actually, Dean was the actually original inventor of the squeeze page. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, Dean's Dean a total stud. So Dean, Dean wrote this, um, I'll, I'll share it with you. Dean wrote this thing that said, uh, it's a letter that he wrote to himself, uh, very similar to your prayer. And he says, I know I'm being successful when blank, right? And one of the things that he said was, uh, I know I'm being successful when, I think his second point was, I can wear whatever I want whenever I want. Ah, uh, yes, exactly. And Dean literally will show up on the biggest of stages, deliver the baddest of keynotes, and I say like badassest of keynotes, right? Yeah. And in like athletic shorts, right? Right. And it's it's and that's Dean, which is and so when you said that, I think that was more about kind of like what gave me uh, the reason I'm sharing this. What gave me the goosebumps was like this this concept of taking 100% responsibility. Yeah, which, it's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is, which and, is and, powerful to do. And that's how and that's how Gary Vee is. You know, you see him all the time. He's wearing jeans. He's casual. It's like we're just kind of realizing that um, this is a huge thing that I talk about on my blog is narcissism. I study narcissism. I, I I come from a narcissistically abusive family. And so I really, really at an early age got to understand the psychology behind why people care way more about what they look like than how they actually feel inside. You know, like, where does this come from? Like, how are so many people in society just virtue signaling and just walking around like I just I want to be liked I want everyone to it's like it comes from childhood it comes from having parents that put that on you you know my parents um were always pushing out the message of you need to make us look good you need to make the family look good you know but I'm depressed I'm not happy Shh, make us look good you know it was it was like no focus on the actual feelings and what was going on inside it was all a focus on hey we need to project to the world that we're awesome and it's been destroying us you know it's like it's it's really really gotten to the point where um 
a bit, people are waking up, you know, the, the PC pendulum is swinging back. And this is something I, I talk about on my page all the time. It's like, look, we've been manipulated. We've been manipulated that we're going to be left out. We're going to be canceled. We're going to be shamed. If we say anything that's not, you know, in line with this PC BS narrative nonsense, you know, do you know how many people agree with you? You're not alone. The only reason you feel alone is because everyone is afraid to say it. Go say it, go be who you really are. You're going to attract people who feel the same way. I get so much business when I post something that's controversial. When I post something and I've got a lot of people hating on it, saying I'm dangerous and I'm sexist and I'm racist and all this BS manipulative terms, trying to shame me back into submission and back into the crowd. I actually get more business because I get more people coming to me saying, whoa, wait a minute. I actually agree with her. And like, I don't have the balls to say that. I want to work with her. How's she doing this? You know? So it's like, they can't stop all of us. You know, if we all stand up and say, Hey, this is what I really feel is true. This is what I believe in. We're going to take back the power. And that's so much of what's happening in society. You know, we're being duped. We're being manipulated into fighting one another of, Oh, you know, women need to fight men and black people need to fight white people and all that. It's like, it's just to divide us because if we focus on uniting and if we focus on our similarities and our strengths, when we unite, we're going to actually realize the real enemy is a centralization of power. The centralization of power that needs to be dismantled. That's why all of these things are changing in society. That's why Bitcoin's popping up. That's people taking their power back. You know, that's people saying, wait a minute, screw the Federal Reserve and the banking system. We're going to make our own. And like, it's, it's really, really inspiring when one person stands up and says, this is actually what I believe in. And I don't care if you're going to shame me and, and try to manipulate me back into being like everyone else. I'm going to say it anyways. You are a voice for so many other people to start standing in their truth and you're going to, again, attract those people to you. You're going to attract clients who feel safe with you, who feel like, finally, someone I can talk to about this. You know, I feel so alone. I work in corporate. It's all about PC this and PC that. Now it's like, um, shit's going to change. <laughs> shit's really going to start to crumble in the next 10 years. I see a big um, uh, makeover of a lot of these systems in society that we've just grown comfortable with that are, you know, no longer serving us. And I also have compassion for the people upholding them because, um, they too were taught that like, this is the way to survive is you got to be this way. And a lot of them are dependent on these systems in, in these structures in place, the way they are, um, they're dependent on them for their livelihood. You know, that's their job. They don't want to admit that what they're doing isn't really helping people. It's going to shatter their whole foundation. So, you know, having compassion for those people as well, and just recognizing that everyone is playing their part in this movie of life that we're all in. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, if you're on your deathbed and you're thinking, oh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that people liked me. I'm glad that I, I'm glad I was popular. I'm glad I didn't offend anybody. I, I, I promise you, you're going to have, have wished that you would have done things differently. The reason I am willing to embarrass myself and the reason that I am willing to be hated is because I'm going to die. It is because I'm going to die. Guess what? When I'm dead, who cares? I'm going to be dead. This person shaming me is going to be dead. What is this? I care, I care about creating a life that's authentic for me, setting an example for future generations so that children don't have to grow up in the same sort of toxic environment I was. And not just my parents, you know, the, the school system, the, the community, there was just so much fakeness, you know, so much um, keeping up with the Joneses yeah, and, this, and this sort of energy. So it really just made me rebellious. It really just taught me how to be strong in the face of adversity. And again, you know, I do think it's why a lot of people want to work with me on their marketing because um, I'm not the best marketer out there. You know, I'll admit that. I don't know everything about marketing. I'm 28 years old, but um, 
I'm doing what a lot of people aren't doing, which is just uh, being honest and being willing to be disliked. You know, it's so awesome to hear you say that. And what comes, the question I want to kind of wrap this up with a bow is, is mechanically speaking, uh, that some of the CEOs that I mentor, I, I talk to them about this phrase and I say, you know, fear has no place on paper. So really kind of getting getting what, you, what you're thinking out. And you talked about your journaling practice and your uh, writing practice. Uh, for a 28 year old uh, and, and age is irrelevant here, right? Like, and I think that's one of the yeah, constructs we need mm-hmm. to break, right? Yes. Um, and, and like I, I, one, of, one, of, one, of, one of the people that, one of my consultants who works with our business, you know, he's 19 and like, I love him for that's it. That's amazing. You know, mm-hmm. I, 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 pay, I pay him way too much money, but it's amazing. Uh-huh. That I, love, I, I love him for it because yeah. we don't have the skills that he does and we respect that age is no construct. But my question, Shay, is there's got to be a, there's got to be a way for you to think through and process the things that you believe in. And you've, you've spent some time thinking about it. There's, there's some practice in Shay's life that allows you to calm the noise, separate the wheat from the chaff and figure out, okay, this is kind of what I believe. It doesn't have to be perfect, but this is a construct of what I believe. I may, may talk about some and then it'll come out better the third or fourth or the tenth time or the hundredth time that I say it. Is there a practice? Is there something that you do consciously or unconsciously that allows you to kind of crystallize how you are feeling and how you're thinking? Yeah, that's a really great question. You know, I, I feel that it's just a never ending journey, this healing work, you know, into yourself. Um, so I would say, you know, every day I'm learning who I truly am a little more every day. I'm breaking down more and more of that conditioning that happened growing up. Um, that, was basically just handed to me as a, as a blueprint for survival, you know, realizing, wait a minute, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm not dependent on my parents anymore. I don't actually need this to survive. And this isn't actually me. This was them. And really it's not even really them. It was their parents and their parents and their parents. And it's just been passed down for generations, this um, generational curse of not being who we authentically are. And that's why there's a lot of addiction in my family. That's why generation after generation, it's just, it's, um, it's been about escape. It's been about, you know, run, run from my problems, drink about it because deep down we have this knowing that we're not living correctly. So I will say that, um, for me, my, my, um, red pill, I guess, if you will, uh, like one, one, of, one of, one of the red pills that really woke me up to start to understand, well, what is my truth? What do I believe then, you know, and, and, and breaking through that brainwashing, that programming of who I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to believe was I actually went and did uh, a plant medicine ceremony with what's uh, called ayahuasca. Yeah. Have you, okay. So you've heard of this? Great. Yeah. It's, it's picking up steam. Yeah. I hadn't really heard of it. You know, I, it was a, it was very sudden. It was very sudden. It was, um, it was, it was, uh, not long after I got on LinkedIn, it was like all part of my ascension process. I got on LinkedIn, you know, I left the business, but then I left the business and I was like, all right, you know, there's still something in me that's, um, actually you, you mentioned it before you said, um, take responsibility for a hundred percent in your life. Yeah. So that was what I was going to ayahuasca for. I was still struggling with that. And I started to really realize I had a problem with victim mentality. You know, I had a, a pro- which is why I'm so passionate about speaking out against it now, because I see this victim mentality just permeating society. It's become like righteous to be a victim. It's become like righteous to be fearful. And oh, if you're not fearful, you're shameful. It's like, it's just, it's very manipulative. So 
I went and did ayahuasca and what, what these plants do. Um, so that was my intention. Like, Hey, you know, I want to understand why, why am I not taking responsibility for things? Why do I feel like such a victim? What these plants can really do is they can just like be a, uh, shortcut into consciousness into a massive dose of consciousness. Can you get there without plant medicines? Of course, you know, you can meditate, you can pray, you can, there's other, you know, there's hypnosis, there's other practices to like really, really get into the deep subconscious and figure out what is really going on here and what have I been burying? Um, but for me, it was ayahuasca. I think that was what I needed. I was like a high strung millennial who was not going to sit down and meditate. Like I needed like a shortcut to just get me there. And that's what ayahuasca did. Ayahuasca opened my eyes to a lot of things I'd been repressing, to a lot of truths about who I really am and what I really believe in. And it took some time to integrate, but you know, I I, I still uh, two years later feel like I am I have grown a lot from doing that. And I've actually done other medicines since. I've you know done mushroom ceremonies. I've done bufo. I've done San Pedro and and all of these different medicines that basically give you a, a, a dose into your own consciousness so that you can finally stop lying to yourself about whatever it is that's actually making you miserable. Because these defenses that we build and this depression and this you know all of these things like it's a result of just trying to actually survive. You know people. Um, have these defenses because as a kid, they were, they were forced to have them to survive. You know, children are at the mercy of their parents. The problem is when you grow up, um, these defenses are no longer serving you. You no longer need these defenses to survive. In fact, they're actually usually killing you. They're actually usually causing the depression, the lack of fulfillment, the drinking, the addiction, the, the anger, the toxic behavior, um, so if you're willing to get brave and and get after it, I mean, I, I do, I, I'm not a shaman, <laughs> but I do yeah. say, you know, find one, put the intention out in the universe, pray for it. It'll show up in your reality. I mean, this is out there. This is, this is the original medicine, you know, back to who were we when we were primal human beings? Were we uh, addicted to petroleum based pharmaceuticals? No, if we had, if we had a bad fall, if we had a traumatic experience with a, with a bear in the wild, if we had some issue come up, this was our medicine. This was actually what we turned to were these, these plants, these psychedelics. And um, I think a lot more people are waking up to that. And, and the last thing that I'll say about fear, because you did mention fear, is um, I believe that that's what this time in history is about, is we are purging fear off of this planet people are waking up to how much fear has controlled us to how much fear sells and how much, well, wait a minute, maybe there's actually a, a, a greater force or a greater power. That's like wanting me to be afraid because when I'm afraid, I, I can't think critically. I can't, you know, um, I'm, I'm a lot easier to control. I'm a lot easier to sell to, you know, that's actually what they teach in sales, you know, touch on the fear, touch on the, Hey, if you don't buy my market, if you don't buy my marketing program, you're going to fall behind the competition, right? <laughs> that's fear. So, you know, um, there's some uses for fear, but I, I do think that we have, um, we're, we're addicted to it. You know, we've really, a lot of us been traumatized from being children and we grew up not realizing like, wait a minute, this, this isn't actually the way that we're meant to be living. It's just normalized. This culture of narcissistic parenting is just normalized. So, when you're afraid of something, look at it as a good thing. Yeah. If you're afraid of something, go toward it. You know, what, what's your biggest fear? Um, run toward that. If you are really looking for personal growth, uh, find the thing that scares you the most and do it. And that can be 
making videos that can be going to an ayahuasca ceremony and surrendering to this plant that you're not, you're not going to be in control for six to eight hours. Are you, are you willing to go toward the fear? Are you willing to let go having trust and having faith in God or the universe or whatever you believe in that, um, there will be something greater for you on the other side of this fear. So, you know, I, I'm not a fearless woman. I do have fear. I'm just very comfortable at this point acting despite my fear. It's not that I'm, it's not, oh, Shay, how did you transcend fear? I didn't. I just got so comfortable with doing things, even though I'm afraid that I built that muscle. You know, I still get scared sometimes when I get on camera. I still get nervous when I go on stage. I'm just used to it. I've, I've, I've pushed through that and it does get a lot easier. So, you know, I would say, um, if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling like unfulfilled, I'm not, you know, I'm not living. I, I feel like something's off. I don't know what I'm doing. Find what's scaring you and lean into that and start to ask yourself, could this actually be controlling me? And if I break through this fear, as much as I feel like I'm going to die and you won't, but if I break through this fear, I'm actually going to experience the liberation that I've always been looking for. So good. I, you know what? I'm so grateful that we unintentionally but 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 uh, in a very uh, cool way got to chat about today was it's very easy when when people google you to be like well how does Shay do what she does right and i think what i'm super excited about and hopefully you know you'll be open to at some point coming up for our round two which is i think we hit on the heart today right like we hit on the heart of of what what it's all about it's not about hey let me give you the hack and that's cool uh you know and 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 you've done you you do that 12 right. times a day, which is amazing. I got some hacks too, guys. Yeah. I, I yeah. do got some hacks up my sleeves, but yeah, yeah. you're right. But, the, but I think that's that's what I love for you to talk about. So like if, if the if the, the heart today that we talked about was the preamble, um, maybe maybe a couple thoughts on, hey, um, the, the programs that you currently have, how you're serving clients, just to give people a sense of, hey, I listened to this. I love this lady. How can I do more with her? Oh, thank you. And thank you so much, Sharon. This has been an absolute pleasure. I hope the audience got a lot out of it, but yeah, you know, I would say if you just want free advice on life and marketing, uh, follow me on LinkedIn. You know, all of my original content goes out on my LinkedIn channel. First, I have over 600,000 followers there now. Um, I'm always giving away, you know, free advice. And that's actually part of what I teach in my, in my program, give to get. So people come to me all the time because I'm establishing myself as an authority in video marketing. Um, so you can go to linkedin.com slash in slash Shay Robottom. As far as working with me, you know, I do have an online program. It's called the six-week LinkedIn video bootcamp. It breaks down social media marketing, the foundation, everything you need to know about the newsfeed, um, how to actually write scripts around your industry, around your product, how to tell your story, how to have confidence, getting on camera and shooting those videos all the way down to editing. You know, how do I get this edited? I teach you how to outsource to an editor. I actually give you all of my SOPs and, and, um, this is how I started, right? I actually was a video editor originally. That's how I got into all of this after my music career. So, um, that's been super beneficial for people to just take my teachings for video editing and run with it all the way down to just how to, how to navigate LinkedIn. You know, why is LinkedIn different from other social media platforms? What do you need to know about this space specifically and how to stay consistent? And I do have a community you can join after the bootcamp as well, a graduate, program. So that's all on my website. If you just go to shayrobottom.com, you can apply for a call uh, to see if you're out, uh, to see if you qualify for the bootcamp. And then I do also do um, done for you agency services where my team will actually 
uh, optimize and, and run your entire profile and that sort of thing as well. So definitely check out the website, follow me on LinkedIn. You can catch me anywhere on social media at Shay Robottom. As I mentioned, LinkedIn is my biggest channel, is my favorite channel, is the channel with the, the best quality audience, which I encourage everyone to start taking advantage of. It's still so overlooked. It's, it's, it's insane to me, but, um, yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, if, if nothing else, just be yourself, you know, be who you really are. I don't care how much money you're making and this and that. It's like, if you're building your empire on something that's not really authentically you, it doesn't actually matter how rich and and quote successful you get. If it's built on something that's not really you, you will eventually want to burn it to the ground. You will eventually want to destroy it. So, you know, slow down, take a breath, chill, you know, don't always be focused on like the money, the money, the money. And, and don't get me wrong. I love money. I'm focused on money too. But it's like, focus on, is this in alignment with me? Is this who I really am? And when you build from that space, whoosh, that's power and abundance. You know, that's true um, power that we want to see more of in the world and, and what my program is helping people to do. So hit me up if you want help with video. Anyone can do it. Even someone who's never been on camera, I teach them all the time. And there's, you know, people who maybe have done videos, but they just want more results. This program is great for you as well. So um, thank you so much. And I just hope that this was um, valuable and there were some takeaways in here today for the audience to start being more authentic and, and being brave. You're not alone. You know, it feels like you're alone because they censor dissenting voices and the media just post what they want to post, but you're not alone. You know, there's so many of us out there. And if you join my community and my boot camp, I promise you, you'll probably find a lot more people who do think and feel the same way that you do. Hey, Sharon, I have a cool gift for you. I took some of my best ideas from the last 20 years and created a five-day MBA. It's quick and action-packed that you can listen to on the go, just like this podcast. And I want to give it to you for free, just as a thank you for listening to the show. No fluff, no gimmicks, just pure actionable ideas for you to use instantly. You can grab it right now at businessschoolshow.com. That's businessschoolshow.com dot com.